Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Goodland, the land where everything is good, because what's better than hanging out with two best friends? My name is Norrin Shearer, and I am one of those best friends. My name's Michael Bandhauer. I'm the other. Could you tell that I almost forgot the intro? <laughs> I stuttered no. for like half a second. I almost forgot how no it worries. went. Yeah, well, I'll fix it in post. Um, Michael, tell me about your week. How was your week, my friend? Yeah, it's been a good week. Um, uh, again, both school and, and work going on at the same time, but I'm kind of getting into the groove. So it's feeling a little bit better. Certainly still have a lot to do, but it's manageable. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, doing okay. Um, nothing too big has happened, but having a good time. Well, cool. How about you? Um, I, you know, I think like you, I've kind of, I've hit that groove. Um, I think I'm working out, you know, a nice time splitting up work and then the stuff that I want to do on the side. I think I'm finally hitting that balance. Uh, over the weekend, I got a desk for my room. Uh, so I'm no longer recording at a, uh, if, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you saw uh, the old studio that I was in. I had a TV tray set up in front of my bed that I would set my laptop on. I now have a desk, which is why the scenery has changed. Um, I have changed uh, the placement in inside of my room. Um, but the reason that I got the desk was because I just bought a gaming PC with your help. Yeah, you of course, did. Michael, you knew that. You helped me and talked yeah. to me through the whole thing over the phone. Um, but that is on the way. That should be here next week or the week after. Um, so in preparation for that, I had to get a desk because I could not very well keep a gaming pc on <laughs> it's TV not trays. sustainable yeah it, it did not i did not have the uh equipment for it so i had to get a desk so that i could get ready with that pc um but that's why my scenery has changed and that was most of my weekend was finding and building this desk and then purchasing that that gaming laptop um i got ring fit adventure for my nintendo switch which oh, is like cool. a little little workout game um that has like this big plastic ring that you slide the controller in and then you do exercises by pushing and pulling it holding it in different places and it's got a leg strap so you do like jogs and little like squats and crunches and stuff and it measures it all um and it kind of makes it like a game so you get experience points and level up and you like fight bad guys by doing exercises and stuff so that has been that has been <laughs> fun and it's been kicking my butt a little bit <laughs> so that makes sense too. <laughs> it, it sounds like a fun game. Sounds like the the old Wii Sports games. I used to love those. Yeah, yeah. They kind of took took that idea and kind of dialed it up to the point where it's actually like, like I get sweaty from it. Like it makes oh, me man. sore. Yeah, that does sound good. I get up in the morning and I'm like, oh god, I can barely walk. I get I get sore. So it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well. Nice. What do you think, Michael? Should we uh, should we dive in? Michael and I have been planning uh, this episode for, I think we talked about it like a week and a half ago. We came up with this idea, um, which I don't know. I made it seem like that was a while. Um, if anything, that just goes to show how much we come up with this show on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> Gave away a secret. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mean to reveal that uh, that uh, the deep lore of how we how this podcast functions um 
but we are going to play the goodlywed game um and essentially <laughs> it is the newlywed game but with a, our own little goodland twist on it so like the we, best friends version yeah exactly so we have compiled uh, both of us have a list of questions that we have composed and we are going to ask the question we're both going to answer for ourselves and then we're going to guess what we think the other person's answer is then we're going to flip them around and we're going to see if the other person if we guessed each other's answers right to kind of see how well we know each other how good we are getting in the head of the other person so that's what we're going to do we have we have paper to write our answers on and we have a list of questions um michael do you want to start do you want me to start yeah sure um what i'll ask this is going to be a the first question here is going to be about legos oh okay, okay what a way to, to start yeah that's a great off. start <laughs> all right so to start us off for this question about legos if you could have the the fanciest edition of the lego death star or the lego millennium falcon which one would you choose okay awesome so we will write down our answers up top and then i'll write what i think you would like at the bottom do you got them yeah let's count down three two one. I did. Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Is that what you said you would want? I said Millennium Falcon for myself. Oh shoot. And for you. Well, I said I said Millennium Falcon. And I said you would want the Death Star. So I guess you I was wrong. I was wrong. It was it was supposed to be. I guess the correct answer was four-way Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I, I think all across the board. Why Why is that, Norn? Why would you choose the Millennium Falcon over the Death Star? The Millennium Falcon is one of my favorite ships. Just not even just from Star Wars, but from like any sci-fi medium. I just love the Millennium Falcon. And as far as like the collector's edition goes, I think like you can put the Millennium Falcon on a shelf and like see all of it and know what it is. But like with those collector's edition Death Stars, they're often like they open up or there's like a site on the back of it. And so you can't, if you put it yeah, on a shelf, you can't panel. necessarily see all of it at one time. But like, if you put the Millennium Falcon there, you know exactly what it is. But if it's just like the front of the Death Star, you're like, oh, that's cool. But you miss all the cool stuff in the back. Or if you flip it around and see all those rooms that are built in the back, you don't get the, the effect of the big laser disc. So. Yeah. So it's kind of the, the displayability uh, yeah. of it is key here, you know, sure you could probably get like a little lazy susan that spins your little death star <laughs> around but millennium falcon i i definitely agree i i think it would look so cool to display it and it's just such a unique ship like there, mm -hmm. there's no other ship in sci-fi star wars like it so that I, has that has my vote i love the idea of like the electric lazy susan just constantly like slowly rotating your test star <laughs> see i think that could be pretty cool. that would be awesome but not as cool as the millennium not quite falcon. as cool as the the millennium falcon okay well what what do you think should i start classic or should i start out of the box 
We can go with a classic one. We'll, okay. we'll switch to a good old classic one here. Sure. Let's go to a classic one. Um, what is my biggest pet peeve? Yeah, I'm trying to think about myself. What is my biggest pet peeve? <laughs> I have a guess for yours. I don't know if it will be. This is such a specific question that. And we yeah, don't it's a usually. Little bit specific, so. We don't usually see each other annoyed. Like I feel. No, no, we, we don't get too annoyed, do we? Yeah, I feel like this hasn't really come up. Well, and that's the thing is both of us, we don't really get annoyed very often. We're both pretty, pretty lax people. So I've got a good guess. And I think you might agree that it is a pet peeve, but maybe not your biggest one. Yeah, true. That That is something that we'll probably run into here. Okay, so I've got mine. The one that I'm writing for you is a little bit long. Okay. <laughs> got it. Okay. All right, you uh, ready? Yeah, three, two, one. I don't know if you can see that. So that does you say disintegration? <laughs> disintegration, man. I hate being dis dissolved into dust. No, uh, disorganization. Oh, um, I, see, I see. I hate when things are like I don't need to be a neat freak but I just like knowing where everything is. I hate when I don't know where something is. I can see that. That's that's way different than what I guessed for yours. <laughs> I said that I said that your pet peeve was when people smush bugs instead of letting them outside. Is. That's a good one. Yes. I knew I figured that would be a good one for you, but I knew that it is wasn't going to be wholeheartedly good. agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I I just like a, a good chunk of my memories of you are like after it would rain you like sidestepping worms on the sidewalk like being very careful to avoid them or like helping them back to the earth <laughs> yeah I, I guess i would say that is definitely surmised i have a pet peeve of people being like inconsiderate whether that's mm. to to people or to bugs or to creatures you know, just, yeah yeah i don't like when people are inconsiderate you know like hey we're all on this earth. <laughs> We've all got things. Let's not make each other <laughs> make it difficult, you know? Yeah, yeah. We've got enough problems without yeah. <laughs> taking on one another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So definitely, I would say that's a pet peeve. Cool. Well, I'm glad I got close at least. Yeah. So what was your pet peeve? I said one of my biggest pet peeves is when people like microwave something and then they take it out before the timer dings. And then they leave like the remaining oh, 15 seconds on. on the microwave instead of hitting clear. I hate that so much. <laughs> what I, did you think it was? What did you think mine was? Uh, I said um, like slow internet or like lagging technology. That is, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I've been dealing with that a lot recently. <laughs> I, that is such a pet peeve that I spent $2,000 to get a machine that would make that not happen. <laughs> I figured that that would be a safe guess. Yeah, I know. I, I dislike it as well. So there's there's nothing, and, and like I live at my house in constant fear that at any moment the internet will just shut off because it happens Dude. all the time here. We have. I'm gonna. You know what? Usually I try to avoid dropping names so we don't send heat people's directions, but I'm gonna say CenturyLink. <laughs> <laughs> they blow man um the, we the that's best, what, huh? yeah that's what we have and granted we have not upgraded our century league plans since like 
2008 probably <laughs> um so we have not switched to like the fiber optic cables here at my parents house um okay so we're not necessarily running like the fastest do you have like a little dish on your house yeah we've 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 got like we've still got old school like cords that plug in the wall instead of the ones that hook up to the things outside so we're still rocking a little bit old school so it's probably a little bit our fault but like it just at the drop of a hat just with like no no warning it'll just shut off and then we'll have to restart it it happens all the time it could happen at any point <laughs> and mm. it doesn't matter like it, i'm i'm so scared like i've tried i've started streaming and then we record this and dungeon stories we record over the internet and my biggest fear is that like in the middle of it my internet will just shut off and then I've probably talking about it. I've probably summoned it. So it'll probably happen. <laughs> I definitely, I mean, I feel the same way. We our our internet's pretty good where we're at. We're like in the middle of nowhere, but I can clearly see the cell tower like next to us. Oh, nice. So internet isn't so much a problem, but every once in a while, like it Wi-Fi or sorry, the the power will like shift or cut out for a second. Oh, but then yeah. of course that means like everything reboots. Yeah. And I work from home. So that's like a constant fear. Like the minute <laughs> any like light flickers or like my computer slows down, I just panic. <laughs> Cause it, it's not even like, oh man, my friends are gonna be mad that I got disconnected. I'm like consulting business people. <laughs> so yeah. that is like a constant fear. A classic question. Um what is your daily outfit mm. consist of okay so yeah i see probably just like you know plain thing like you know you wear this type of shirt and this type of pants this type of shoes okay yeah yeah yeah, so yeah what, what's the daily outfit okay got it there we go okay ready yeah all right three two one that flannel jeans yeah and tennis shoes that's that's what i said for myself for you i said a graphic tee some khaki shorts and some vans that's exactly right for you i said uh button up or sweater so yeah flannel basically yeah, is a mix of both fits. of those and then i said khakis and boots oh yeah i haven't worn boots in a while but definitely all winter long that was pretty much all that i wore yeah that's true i guess i was thinking when you're landscaping but you're not doing that anymore so you don't need to put on yeah boots. not doing landscaping anymore but that is definitely like spot on that is not uncommon to see me in that. yeah i think we both nailed that one um, yeah we both know each other pretty well i mean we we grew up in high school we saw each other every single day every single day <laughs> And I don't think we didn't shift too much outside of that. You know, that was no. Like, we pretty much had a brand and we stuck to it. Yeah. I, I mean, even to this day, like, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll wear boots more just because I'm, I'm doing work outside and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe I'm a bit more professional with my flannels and sweaters, but they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what like, like the one that I wrote down, like if we we're talking about when I'm at work, it's now like polos and button ups <laughs> as opposed to graphic tees but so like eighth grade yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's pretty much like if i'm not at work i'm in a graphic tee whether that is a band tee or some kind of like nerd paraphernalia there you go I have on currently. That's, yeah <laughs> um 
it's always what it is. Always what it is. This was a spoiler for a question I had written down. Um, I kind of won this shirt. I one of my questions was, "What Hogwarts house are we in?" But I'm literally, I kind of ruined it. So <laughs> I actually just in work the other day, my kind of boss overseer, she asked us all to take the test. She gave us two tests. She gave us, I guess they've updated like the, the website and everything. Like there used to be like Pottermore mm -hmm. and then they updated it. So now there's a new one. So we took that test and then we took the old test. So she had us take both of them. Mm. So that's, that's what um, we did the other day. So I've got mine like just a week old. Gryffindor? So, no. Oh, I thought uh, you used to be, right? Yeah, it that definitely used to be in high school. I, I did get Gryffindor. Ravenclaw now? One of the tests was Ravenclaw, you're right. Yeah. So I got one Raven. Of them, one of them was Ravenclaw, so the other one wasn't. Yeah, the other one wasn't, so. Hufflepuff for the other one? No, not even Hufflepuff. You got Slytherin? I did. On the new one, the new one gave me Slytherin. No way. Yeah. That was like, I, I ruled that one out completely. Yeah, I did not expect that whatsoever. Yeah, but that's kind of a shock. Yeah, so that's the new one. I don't know what you would get on the new one, actually. I guess be... you'll have to, do you still have that link? You'll have to send it to me. Yeah, sure. I'll, I can't even remember the name of the website, but it's it's not what it used to be. It's completely new and updated. So wow. I can't, I can't imagine myself repping anything about Hufflepuff. Yeah, it's it made me rethink everything. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> it's some deep introspection that is coming up. <laughs> made me maybe sit and think for a little bit. So, yeah, I would have definitely guessed Hufflepuff for you. Well, for sure. yeah. And I I have been for a while, and I guess I haven't taken that new one, but like I kind of hope that even on the new one I'm Hufflepuff because like I got a bunch of Hufflepuff merch. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you just hey uh i took the test gotta exchange this yeah i'll go i'll fly back to orlando and go to universal studios and say excuse me i need to change this shirt out i think i think you can choose your own house in the end harry got to harry Why did not us? yeah harry did. okay well i've got another one for you um do you want yeah. one a little bit out of the box yeah let's go for it okay um which character from the sweet life of Zach and Cody do I think that I am most like? And then I guess for you, I have to guess what character from the sweet life of Zach and Cody do you think you are most like? Man, I'm trying to even remember which one was which. <laughs> Zach was like the... Zach was rambunctious, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Cody, Cody was, was all... a little bit more book Yeah, and then, you know, like Maddie was... I don't know. Her arc was that like she was poor. That was kind of weird. That show didn't necessarily age she, very well. Yeah, she was like super smart. She was very smart. Yeah, and then but like is like a little bit of country. Head. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And then I guess there's Mr. Mosby and, and Arlen. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, ready? Uh, not yet. <laughs> okay, he's still thinking. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think here. I guess this is supposed to be something that that you think of pretty fast. So let me. Yeah, who do you relate to most? Just go for it. Who's your 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 sweet mate? That's it. That's probably what it's called. Your sweet mate. Yeah. Okay. Here. Uh, ready? Yeah. 
Three, two, two one. one. Go. Arwen. <laughs> I'm trying Did to even put... remember. Who was Arwen? That was... Arwen was like the inventor guy who was like the janitor that had a crush on their mom. That's right. <laughs> was he... Was he on Sweet Life? Did yeah. He make he was, it. He made it to the boat. I think he made it to the boat at least for a couple episodes. Yeah, I was thinking he was definitely a sweet... Yeah, he definitely was the in the hotel. Yeah, he was definitely in the hotel. But yeah, and then what did you? You said Cody for both of us. Yeah, I said Cody for both of us only because I would choose Zach, but I feel like Zach would get on my nerves. Yeah, I. So. Uh, Cody was my second choice, actually. I was going to put Cody, and then I reminded myself that Arwen existed, and I was like, yeah, probably him. But I did put <laughs> Cody for you, and I think that's fair. We're both, I think we're both Cody's. As much as we wish that we were Zach's, I think we're Cody's. <laughs> we're, we're Cody's. Definitely not, like, as as rigid, that's for sure, but... We're, like... I guess we're, like, the anti-twins, because they're so different from one another but we're like a mix between the two. Yeah, we're so. a little bit of a mix. Not leaning too much either way, so. Yeah, so the d- whole dynamic of that show wouldn't work if it was us because we, <laughs> 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 we wouldn't also, I, let's be honest, I don't think we have the same charm that the Sprouse kids, Sprouse twins do, as much as I wish that we did. Yeah, n- not yet. This podcast may prove otherwise. It, it might kick us up there. People <laughs> might realize that we, right now, not quite. We have more charisma than both of the Sprouse twins combined. <laughs> okay, what do you think? You got another one? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've got one here. If you had five thousand dollars to spend on comics or video games, which would you choose? Mm, That's a good one. Comics or video games, $5,000 to blow. Yeah, $5,000 to spend. Okay. Okay, got it? You. Three, two, one. (laughs) I just saw Cody and Cody. Yeah, Cody, Cody. I said video games and comics for you. Mm. So you did video games, video games, right? Yes, I did. Okay. So I guess that you had spent on video games. You chose, or I guess comics for you and you chose video games. Why did you choose video games over comics? So it is true that I have, I, I do spend a lot of money on comics. Um, but for one, comics are a little bit cheaper than video games, so I wouldn't necessarily need the extra stipend. True. You and could get a fancy comic book. But... I could get a fancy comic book. And, and that's kind of what my reasoning was, is that like, if I had $5,000 to spend on comics, I would most likely be spending it on like back issues um, because I wouldn't necessarily... Otherwise, I guess I would just be like saving it, you know, to buy issues as they come out. And that would be an option, but my mind went to using it to get back issues of comics. And I just think that like, I don't, I don't need to spend money on back issues of comics because there are so many other ways to read them. Like you can subscribe to Marvel Unlimited for like five bucks and read countless back issues digitally. So like with the advent of digital comics, spending money on actual back issues does not seem as pertinent. But with, if I had $5,000 to spend on video games, 
And another thing is I figured that you would choose video games too. And I thought that that is something that we would probably do a lot of together if we That's had got true. them. So that is where my thinking went. I, I feel like I would get more use out of video games than I would out of comics because with the comics, you read them and then put them in a box. So Yeah, and that, that was part of my thoughts. You know, if I had $5,000 to spend on comics, it would be really cool. I bet I could get some cool ones. But then one, I need a place to keep them. And then two, like rereading a book or a comic is always good. But I feel like with video games, there's just a lot more options. Like yeah. as far as creativity, diversity and such like that. And it you, you don't need to worry about storing it. You know, you can have it be on Steam or whatever program you have and get a new computer. Your games are still there. So longevity is what I was thinking. Yeah. So we had really similar thought processes behind them. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I guess that makes it my turn. It does. Let's do this one. What is my specific job title? Oh, okay. Like the actual official name of our job titles. Is this like not what people would like see on your name tag, but like your job description? This is like if if you applied for the job, this is okay, what this it would be, be a, called. Okay. This is the title, like your actual, the official name of your position. I thought of this one because my uncle works as like a he's like a biochemical engineer um and i still don't know what he does like because it's just so hard for him to explain what it is exactly he does um and we just like at mother's day we just had like this big kind of meet up with our my mom's side of the family and we had a cousin that we hadn't seen for a while who was there and he was asking my uncle about his job and you could see that my uncle was just like, here's like the most dumbed down version of what I do, because I know that no matter how I explain it, you won't know what it means. So that's where I came up with this question. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got my answers here. Okay. I've got mine too. All right. Ready? Yeah. Bank teller. Yeah. See, that's, you'd think that's what it is, but it's actually a little bit more. Mine will like not focus. Marketing consultant. That, that's what I said that for is you. true. Is that what it is? That's the official term for it? that that is not it's it's kind of like a sub title i guess so what is your official title officially i am a keep kickstart coach so keep is the program that like manages like automating emails and marketing and stuff for companies so that's keep and then kickstart is the name for like when someone purchases it usually you've got like a whole business's worth of information you need to get up and running and creating things for it and getting marketing plans so like i'm the coach who facilitates all of these new businesses to be able to to use this program so keep kickstart coach dash marketing consultant i see yeah um, i saw that you had bank teller which is that like, was my best guess that's like technically true that's basically what i am but technically that's what you do but not what you are right right exactly okay. yeah 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 technically i am a member service specialist um i okay i specialize in providing service to the members of our credit union um and basically what that boils down to is 
being a bank teller. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I, makes sense. I, I help people with their basic transactions, deposits, withdrawals, and then loan payments. And there's a lot of, a lot more happens in a bank than I really realized happened there before working for one. And a lot of it, a lot of it still kind of goes over my head. Like when people come in and they're like, they're like, if I pay this much for my principal, how much will it affect my payments six months down the line? And I'm like, bro, I don't know. I just click the buttons and put the money where it goes. <laughs> I, I don't know what interest is. I don't know why putting money in a savings account makes you money. I don't know. I don't know where, where, where does interest money come from? I don't know what any of it means. And I don't need to. Mm-hmm. I just need to put the check in the savings account. That's all you're here for. So a lot of it still kind of goes over my head as far as like the actual like specific numbers go. But again, it's not stuff that I need to know. So I don't, make too, sense. I don't feel too bad about it. It's just like when people ask me like a really specific question like that, that's like, I don't know. Let me find someone who can answer. <laughs> Let me find you. someone who does. That's like, I, as part of my um, graduation um, trail, I'm, I'm taking a financial accounting class, which I think I've already expressed to you. I do not like that class. Yes. Um, it, it's absolutely horrible, especially because half the time I'm like going through like all these big businesses and doing things like, okay, you know, here's their credit and debit. You know, they put this much money in like dividends and then how's it pay off here? They put out this common stock and I'm like, oh man, I hope I never am involved in a company that is big enough <laughs> to have yeah. to worry about this. And it's, it's a required class. You know, and I, I told you this, Norin, but any person who has a business is likely, if they have to deal with this stuff, is going to hire a specific financial accountant to do that. Yeah. The, the only people who worry about this is actual financial accountants. And I feel it's probably the same as the bank. You just put the money in. That's all you need to worry about. Are there like other people at your branch that like specifically take care of things like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have, there's member service specialists, which are like the tellers. That's what I do. Then we have financial service officers, our FSOs. And they're the people who sit down at desks in the lobbies. They each have their own little cubicle. And then they're the people that we send members to if they want to open accounts, if they want to start a loan, basically all of that like technical stuff we send over there. Makes and sense. they get business certified. They get mortgage certified. They handle car loans. They handle uh, if, if someone has fraud on their account, you send them to the FSOs to do like to file a dispute to get those charges like reversed for like fraud charges and stuff like that. Um, so all of that we send to our financial service officers. And then we even have people above them, like at the big head offices that we have, we have like the, uh, the people like our specific mortgage team that handle even more in-depth stuff on that and then we have like the whole fraud department and then we have a call center that is specifically for calls from team members from employees so at any point if i'm helping a member and there's something that i'm stumped on i can turn around and grab the phone and call help desk and it's just a call center of like people who specifically take calls from employees to help them help members it's pretty handy yeah no 
definitely sounds like a lot a lot of work a lot more goes on in a bank than i thought That's yeah sure. well me too yeah I, I i showed up for my first day of training class which to show you like how much goes on at a bank i actually had like a training class like i didn't just show up and get trained like i went to a building and sat down and and took a class for three weeks i was training and Dang. four yeah, days out of those, yeah four days out of those three weeks i was shadowing in a branch and then the rest of it was like we were doing practice things and we were taking notes and like learning about all the intricacies and then doing like practices in the test version of the system that we use it was it was really intense training like it was the most training i've ever received for any job and honestly i felt like it was probably the most effective training i've ever received from any job <laughs> yeah so, a lot of information in a yeah, short period it, it did end up feeling worth it and like i learned a lot but dang know. all right my turn to ask a question yes please all right so i have a question um if you could control any element earth fire air and water which one would that be if I could control it, like manipulate its already existing form or like bend it like an avatar. Um, we'll just say bend it. Um, okay. Yeah, you being able to, to control it um, as they would in there. Yeah. Okay. I guess gotcha. you actually have a poster in the back. I do, you can see it now. Yeah. <laughs> now that I've shifted locations, um, you got a little bit, a little bit more. I think at this point, we've seen we've seen two out of my four walls, and one of those yeah, walls moved is, one of those walls is just a window. So really, we've seen two out of three. So who knows? Maybe one day I'll face that way. But <laughs> I need to get something on the back of this door. Yeah, it's a little bit plain. Not not the worst, but we've got like like it's super busy, and then you hit the door, and it's just it's just blank. Yeah. So I got to I got to do something about that. We'll see if there I can used come to be something growing up, right? Yeah, I mean, growing up, every inch of the wall yeah, every, was covered. Everything was covered. I want to say even the ceiling had posters on it. <laughs> right. So it definitely has calmed down a lot since then. But what was the question? What element could I bend? Yeah, what <laughs> element could you bend? This one's interesting. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, this is interesting because each of them comes with like their own like pros and cons. Yeah. I'm deciding between two. Do you already have yours? Like, are you uh, just waiting on me? No. Well, okay. yeah, I guess technically I do. Okay. I'm deciding between two. Yeah. Three, two, one. Oh. Yeah, there we go. Water, earth, earth, water. Okay, cool. Well, I guessed earth for you. Okay. And you chose air? I did choose air. Dang. I, that, you know, I had a, a thought. I had a thought that I should put down air. Should have went with that gut. Should have followed your instead. gut. <laughs> um, I, I chose air because I, I've taken a couple bending tests, and usually I end up with air. Um, that makes usually, sense. That usually seems it's more air like a couple puff. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I do usually end up as an airbender and I think that fits really well. And also like, I feel like Aang has the most fun being able to airbend. Like he can fly and ride around on that scooter 
Um, and it just seems like air is never not helpful. Like it's always there around you. And yeah, you're never really like at a loss when it yeah. comes to, to air. So I just feel like it's, it's kind of the most versatile and it looks like the easiest to have fun with. And it, it's like the most, kind of like the most forgiving of the elements. Like, especially like, I think fire is the most unforgiving of the elements. Cause if you mess up with fire, like yeah. you've, com you've committed arson. So, <laughs> arson. Yeah. But if you mess up with air, you know, there's not, not as much can go wrong. I feel that. Yeah. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, even like earth, you know, you, you mess up, you, you drop a, a two ton stone on, on a house. Yeah. You like, like, you like crumble the overpass and, and <laughs> like all of a sudden the highway's blocked off and that sucks. Yeah. So there, yeah, definitely room for air. I didn't even think about what would be like the cautionary side of it. I just, in my mind, assumed I'd be perfect at it, you know? <laughs> no no problems there. Well, I chose earth for you, which was one of your options. You said earth or water. Yeah, I said water or earth. Those would be my favorite. I think water would definitely be my, my favorite. Um, and, and this comes down to, I guess this kind of gets more into like Avatar than like the elements itself. But just, I love the the style uh, of taking energy and transferring it, mm, Yeah, you know, being that, that transfer of energy. Um, that, that was something like throughout avatars, each of the element fighting styles was based off of different martial arts. And I loved um, just kind of the, the ebb and flow of the water, you know, redirect energy and water is everywhere. You know, I guess not as everywhere as air is, but you can pull it from the ground, you know, you, you can do so much with it. And I just, I feel like it'd be pretty useful. I can't think of anything specifically that would be useful for watering plants. Maybe I have a lot of <laughs> plants actually. That's so true. that would be very useful. You just do it um, from your couch. Just like, yeah. Wave your finger. I, I think it'd just be super cool to play around with that. Would you bloodbend? Would you use that facet of your power? See, I just don't know what... I would need to use it. For. Yeah, like what would you do it for? Yeah, so like I guess to the users who don't, the listeners who don't know, blood bending is like a, a little subsection of water bending. It's that so you could bend the, the water in someone's body, effectively being a puppet, which <laughs> definitely not ethical. Yeah, and they touch on that in the show. Yeah, they, yeah, they certainly messed do. Up. Um, yeah, so I mean, definitely I would never think of like a reason I need to. I guess self-defense, maybe, but even then, pretty messed up. And to get it to align with the full moon, like, please, you can only mug me if the moon is full. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right, because waterbenders, they, their power ebbs and flows with the moon. So full moon, you you have the power to be able to control the, the fluid in someone's body. And yes, literally the the stars or the moon would have to align <laughs> for something like that to be useful. But I never really thought about the intricacies of Avatar until we have started explaining it to a like potential listener who has not seen the show. Yeah. Like, I never really considered like all the intricacies and layers of the show. Like it's one of those things where like, you're like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Like they can shoot fire out their arms, but then you start like explaining how it works. And like, if you haven't watched the show, <laughs> it's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess let's let's ask uh, like a 
the question you you kind of asked like okay is it avatar just in general if you could just in general control that specific element not not quite avatar you know take out that kind of like martial art that those kind of like laws and rules of avatar if you just like you know could move with your mind one of those elements what would it be would it still be the air i think it would still be air because i think at that point it limits it a lot and air is the one again that is most readily available like if you if if all of a sudden like especially like with firebending specifically like if you are just controlling it at that point you can't produce it anymore and so that cuts you like the amount of times that i see fire in my day-to-day is super low definitely lower than all the others yeah that's for sure yeah Yeah, so i I think i think it would still be air for me yeah i would actually switch to air as well if it if it was just that because like i said i like a lot of the the concepts and the the principles of about the water bending from avatar however just the element air is certainly more useful so for you and this is this is kind of uh this will be an interesting one um what compliment do i receive most i do me too all right ready two one (laughs) yep you're very oh yeah uh uh-huh that was my first one that's what i was gonna guess for you first i did change it like right at the end (laughs) that's right i think you said um you're very smart yes i do get that so definitely a compliment i have gotten can confirm some people find me smart yeah and then you you were very right about the hair i get that one a lot um i i've gotten used to it by now like but I, I still hate it when people are asked if they could touch it. Like that's always yeah. been kind of weird. Like, especially people I don't know, which you would be surprised the number of people I don't know that ask if they can touch it. Like just people in the grocery store would be like, wow. can I touch your hair? I'm like, no, dude, what the, <laughs> why yeah, would I you? I mean, that's certainly like not in my personality, but I just can't imagine going up to someone, a random stranger and asking to like, touch them in any way you yeah. know like that just goes against like like all of it like everything it it, it is against <laughs> especially so, now yeah yeah it's so yeah it's but you know people i get it quite a bit like oh i like your hair how do you get your hair like that i don't know i just it just is it just your does. mom yeah but yeah i definitely for you i said that people think you're smart which i I just think you kind of like exude that vibe and, and I mean granted it's more than just a vibe that you exude you you are smart but <laughs> <laughs> I do try to, to work hard to be smart that that is true I guess I think, that's in line with the Ravenclaw but... yeah exactly that's what I was thinking of but what did you actually put that you're you're calm right yeah very relaxed like very calm yeah that's what I was gonna say I just couldn't think of how to word it as that would be like a compliment but I was gonna say, like, like you're, you're steady, you're, you're easy to be around. It's kind of yeah. Hilarious. I think that, that's probably a, a good way to put it. Especially now, probably like I deal with so many like business owners, and some of them are like super, you know, got their business in order. And some people, it's a little bit chaotic. And that's something that like, 
for anyone learning something new, like there's probably a lot of stress and that's something a lot of people have like commented on. They're like, man, I really appreciate how like you've been calm throughout this. So, and I guess smart probably goes hand in hand. They probably don't compliment me on being smart because that's my job. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> true. <laughs> I, I'm supposed to be smart. You have to, to know smart. what to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to, but at least me being like calm and collected about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And And I think, I mean you've kind of always been that way. Yeah, I mean, definitely just kind of part part of my personality. You, I, the the compliment that that you get often that that was like a, a physical thing about you. What about like your personality do you get most often? I I wish it was that I'm really funny. <laughs> that's what I wish that it was. Um, that's kind of what I what I shoot for, what, what I like the most. That's what I would have guessed as far as like a, a personality trait um, on the inside, I would have guessed funny, but what is, is there one that comes to mind? It's probably, I mean, it's probably either funny or uh, like easygoing. Um, it's probably either one of those two, I would say. Yeah. Um, Cause the, and those are what I try to display the most as well that's just i think kind of the two biggest facets of my personality which i don't know it sounds weird to be like oh yeah one of the one of the best things about me is that i'm really funny like that that is a weird thing to say but i do like i try to make that a goal like i really enjoy yeah you you do you you certainly do and you always have like that that was one thing that i loved about growing up you know in high school and middle school like we just had fun with each other you know, yeah. whenever we had free time, it pretty much the whole time was like telling jokes and just goofing off together. We were a very humorous group. You know, that was just something that we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the, like at work, we have a uh, a message system that we have pulled up so that we can like instantly like text one another from the computers. So if we need to ask a question or get help with something, but like... I'm pretty much just like constantly cracking jokes in it. And I think, <laughs> I think most of my coworkers enjoy it and think it's pretty funny, but I think there's one or two that are like a little fed up. And who's it. this kid? Cause it just keeps like it, it doesn't ding cause we have the computers muted, but it like pops up in the corner of your screen. Oh, okay. Time. Yeah. So you get the, the notification. Yeah. And so I think there are, I have one or two coworkers who I think aren't super thrilled by it, but everyone else thinks it's pretty funny. And so uh, definitely, you know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. <laughs> that's that's so, a, a great way to put that. So I'm going to keep sending dumb jokes in, into the work chat. I have an obligation to. One more? Yeah, sure. This one, I was about to start writing down my answer without... <laughs> asking the question to you um this one is who would win in a pizza eating contest oh man between you and me yeah between you and i okay <laughs> we should have been keeping points oh my gosh i can't believe we haven't been counting points i kept now track we're... of like one point <laughs> right, now we're not gonna go oh well we we're all winners okay yeah that's what i thought honestly i kind of thought yours would be the same 
My, I think I have a chance. Maybe not, though. That's the thing. We haven't eaten together in the longest time. It I has been a while. It has been a while. What your appetite is like these days. And I will say, when we were in high school, it probably like 100% would have been me. Nowadays, maybe not so much. I definitely cannot eat like I used to. Yeah, I definitely can't as well. It's probably a good thing. Maybe it's because we're not running like three miles a day. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but since, since we're not in cross country anymore, I definitely am not burning as many calories as I used to. Yeah. You know, I think th- there's a good chance you would win. <laughs> that's for sure. But I-, I would definitely put up a fight. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. I still, I remember I have this Snapchat memory of this one night that we like spent the night at your house and we were playing magic and D and we had like gone to Jack in the box and we ordered like half the menu. And so I have this Snapchat of like our Jack in the box feast. Yeah. It's like your entire dining room table is covered in like Jack <laughs> in the box. Hey, I'm, I'm coming to Meridian here in a month or two. We'll get, we'll, get, we'll get Jared and we'll bust out the classic Jumbaco. Yes. Like the old days. <laughs> do, you, do you remember in high school, like rushing over to Jack in the box at lunch and trying to get back in time. And then this, the Jumbaco for those who are not aware of this subject um, is where you would take traditionally a Jumbo Jack, um, hence the name, but. And what is a Jumbo Jack? A Jumbo Jack is a hamburger um, with a kind of a a bun but not it's kind of like one of those like split open buns like yeah like, like the, the top of it it's like a almost sesame like seed. a pretzel bun but not yeah quite. yeah yeah it's like a little bit fancier than just your standard fast food bun um and then they it's like brioche yeah is the word and then they butter it and it's got like lettuce and tomatoes on it which like is kind of a big deal for fast food um so it's kind <laughs> of like vegetable yeah it's like a, it's like a nice-ish jack-in-the-box burger um so traditionally you would use the jumbaco but you were free to take your artistic liberties. Usually my go-to was the bacon ultimate cheeseburger. Um, and then you would get, Jack in the Box had two tacos for 99 cents. Yeah, you You'd all. this was the, the integral part of this. You would remove the top bun and you would take the tacos and go bam, bam, and line them up uh, kind of like end to end so that they would cover the entirety of the burger patty. Yeah, it'd kind of make like a little circle. Yeah, and then you'd put the top bun back on and you would eat your your jumbaco, your burger with your tacos in it. And that was a staple. Our buddy Jared introduced us to it. Um, I want to say, I'm going to credit him as creating it, which is probably not true in the slightest. Us. He brought but it into our lives. He did bring it into our lives. And, and so I will credit Jared for the brilliance of the jumbaco. But I would say nine times out of 10, when I go to Jack in the Box, I get tacos and I put them on my burger because of that. Mm-hmm. It's just Jack in the Box is a different kind of dining experience yes, than, it is. say, McDonald's or Burger King. And Jack in the Box leaves me uncomfortable every time. <laughs> I I don't know why I keep going back to Jack in the Box because my body obviously does not like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really not that good, but I've convinced myself that I like Jack in the Box way more than I really do. <laughs> yeah. That, that makes sense for sure. And honestly, I think that's the case about most fast food restaurants. Like, yeah, I mean, like that's kind of like the diet that I've been doing. Like Kelsey and I live a, a pretty 
strict diet, you know, and it's been great. But yeah, every once in a while, I still think of some food, you know, every once in a while, I could go for one of those. You splurge, yeah, because yeah. you guys, you use like, like down to like special flour and everything. Like there's a lot that kind of has to be cut out, right? Yeah, there is, there's a lot. I mean, I mean like it, it's gluten-free, like dairy-free, sugar-free, like pretty much it's like entirely whole foods. So like if you read anything that has ingredients, if it has like more than one ingredient, chances are one of those is something that we don't eat. So like anything processed, packaged, pretty much anything outside of the produce section and like the meat, we don't even touch. So great diet. I mean, if any of our listeners have arthritis, it's completely taken care of mine. That's for sure. <laughs> but so like definitely great quality of life, but sometimes you need a monstrosity of sometimes a burger with some break. two tacos on it. So yeah, for sure. I get that. <laughs> well, I think that was I think that was good. Um, again, we didn't keep track of points. So that's not, we can't really have like a satisfying ending of saying. Yeah, like, so far we, like... we have fully agreed on one and partially agreed on at least a handful. Yeah. I think most of ours, we've definitely agreed. There hasn't been anything that we've like truly disagreed on. So. Yeah, there's nothing that we have been like way off on. So it's safe to say we're pretty good. We're pretty solid. Yeah, I would say so. For, you know, quite a few years of being friends i think we know each other pretty well yeah yeah i'd say that we i'd say that we did well in that for sure um and maybe play along in the comments on youtube answer some of the questions what your favorite stuff is i <laughs> kind of forgot what we asked but, but feel free to play along in the comments <laughs> um, and um, if you are on iTunes, a five-star review really helps us uh, get a little bit more visibility for the show, as well as just good old word of mouth advertising. Um, my, my mother is trying to convince me to start a TikTok for Goodland and for Dungeon Stories so that we can like advertise on TikTok. Not bad. I do social media marketing. I'll do it. Yeah, my mom has, she has brainstormed a couple different scripts. Like she wants me to like walk in and be like, what are you listening to? And then my mom, she, my mom wants to like turn around really quick and be like, guess what? I just found the best podcast. And she wants to film these. <laughs> I keep telling her, no, I don't want to do it. But she keeps- Everyone in the comments- tell Norm to do it tell tell me that my mom is right because i know that she is that <laughs> i know that i need to do it so i don't know maybe i'll start a tiktok for goodland and if anything i will probably just post clips from the show i will probably not <laughs> post advertisement skits i will probably just be clips but we'll see maybe maybe you'll be able to talk a skit advertisement out of me in which my mother is the star so maybe we'll get to it because she really wants it to happen and her birthday's on tomorrow. So, Oh, good. So maybe we'll do it. We'll see. But anyway, I don't know. Listen to the show. That's the point of that. Tell people to listen to the show, I guess. <laughs> um, 
And uh, you can follow us on our social medias at Goodland Pod on Twitter and Instagram. I think we're Goodland Podcast on Facebook. We might just be Goodland. I don't know. It's Facebook. Um, and then uh, you can check out our other show, Dungeon Stories. If you cannot, if you just absolutely cannot get enough of Michael and I's voices, check out Dungeon Stories. We play D and D with our friends Easton and Jenny. So check out that show as well. It's certified good by Goodland. 100%. That might be a conflict of interest, but we rule Goodland, <laughs> so we're allowed to. Um, and with that, everyone, this has been Goodland, and I am glad you're alive.